Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. The passage we'll be looking at today is Matthew 7, 12 to 14. I want to first take a moment to reflect on verse 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Scholars Davies and Allison say that verse 12 brings to a climax the entire central core of the Sermon on the Mount. This verse is something recognized as a golden rule. The implications of the verse can be found in many other religions and philosophies, or even in an elementary classroom. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. Jesus, however, places the emphasis on the positive connotations of the terminology rather than the negative effects. Many times, this golden rule is mentioned as a form of scolding or warning. We tend to focus on the second half of what would happen to me if I treated another individual this way. We are more concerned of the consequences rather than the act of loving others. Jesus is teaching his disciples the deep act of loving and actively living for the prosperity of others. Jesus rounds out the Sermon on the Mount with this verse. As he teaches on all the great benefits we receive from being one with him and the Father, Jesus reminds his disciples we are to live for the rest of the world in this way. In verses 13 to 14, Jesus now transitions into defining the differences between authentic discipleship and the nominal followers. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Jesus calls for a response to all of the teaching that he has provided. He reminds his listeners that there is a stark response that must be given to the call of discipleship. It is very common for us to listen to the teachings of Jesus, absorb his divine wisdom, and then simply sum it up as good life advice. However, The acceptance of grace with the intimate understanding of his sacrifice calls us to surrender our lives to the one who gave up his own. Jesus points out two different roads in these verses, each with an entirely different destination. It is important to be reminded here that Jesus is not trying to find ways to be exclusive, nor is he selectively rejecting people. In the Bible, we see countless encounters that Jesus has with people. He deeply loved and cared for the marginalized. His entire mission was to draw those who were far near. In fact, the emphasis in verses 13 and 14 is not on Jesus creating an exclusive club of Christians. Rather, it is about our willingness and difficulty to seek out the narrow road. Jesus teaches us that the wide road will be easy to stumble upon. It is a common place that our hearts will naturally gravitate towards. The wide road is filled with many gods that will deceive our hearts and minds. These gods will give us false promises of fulfillment, joy, peace, comfort, safety, success, prosperity, freedom, and even salvation. These gods will lure us to believe that the approval and opinions of the world are more significant than the adoption we find in Jesus' family. The God of religion will convince us that our moral standards and righteous deeds will grant us our salvation. 
the wide road provides a lot of temporal satisfaction and even binges of fruitful living. However, in the end, all these gods leave us empty and unfulfilled. As we chase after these gods on the wide road, it destroys our self-worth, our purpose, and compromises the divine love we inherit as creations of the God of unconditional love. In contrast, the narrow road is difficult to enter in and requires us to do intentional searching. The narrow road is difficult for many to be on because it takes deep sacrifice and self-denial. It dethrones ourselves as a Lord over our lives and places God as a true King who reigns across all areas of our heart. As difficult as it is, Jesus says it is through this road that we find life. The narrow road leads to true life because it leads to the true Savior of our souls. The narrow road has only one God, the one true God. He is the only true Savior and the only God that can free us from our self-destruction and bring everlasting life. It is on this, this narrow road that we discover healing for our brokenness, the light that comes in the darkness, the shepherd that protects us, and the father that provides all of our needs. This narrow road cannot be sustained by self-righteous achievements, nor self-reliance in the midst of adversity. In John 14:5, before Jesus is taken away to begin his journey to the cross, his disciple Thomas asks him, How can we know the way? Jesus responds in verse 6 and 7 by saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. My divine hope is that we will discover the way to true life, freedom, and salvation. Not through the wide road, which holds a lot of empty promises, and false sources of salvation, but through Jesus Christ, the one who made a way for us by sacrificing himself as the payment for our sins. Without the death of Jesus Christ, there would only be one road, the road of destruction. Jesus made a way for us when there was no way. Every time we fell short in our attempts to create a road to salvation, Jesus filled in the gaps. Let us continue to rest in the grace of our Savior and respond to his calling to be his followers. As Robert Frost would say, let's take the road not traveled, and it will make all of the difference. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to discern between the wide road and the narrow road every day of our lives. Help us to remain faithful to you, to trust in you, and to choose you. Lead us away from the things that tempt us and lure us onto that wide road that leads to destruction. And help us to really be able to carry our cross and follow you on that narrow road. May you be our strength. May you be our refuge. And we thank you for your sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.